0: I want to welcome you to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. Today's podcast is entitled, Helping Others Overcome Helps Us interesting title. I believe God's got something very special in store for you today. We're going to discuss the seven steps to overcome the trials of life. We'll look at the best scriptures to help anyone overcome just about anything. We're going to learn how to use what we have overcome to help others. And we're also going to talk about what we have overcome is our testimony to those facing trials and that overcoming is God's plan for us. So a lot to cover and we're going to do that with the Lord's help and I believe that God wants to bless you. So let's pray and ask for his guidance and direction. Heavenly Father, once again I come to you. Ask you to guide and direct and lead us through this podcast today. I invite the Holy Spirit now to come in and just take control. I surrender what I've done, my thoughts and everything to you and I pray the Holy Spirit would anoint and bless and touch this podcast and touch the who are listening that their ears would be open that their eyes would be would be able to see what the holy spirit is teaching and helping them with bless them now lord thank you for bringing them here and thank you lord that you're going to do something very special today so i'm going to give you in advance all the praise and all the glory for what's about to take place I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm going to start this podcast off with seven steps. Seven steps that I think will help us overcome the challenges of life. Now there could be hundreds and hundreds of steps, but these are the things I think that are the areas that we can address quickly and we can deal with and we can learn how to handle the trials and challenges that faces because they're coming. Just let you know that right now. We will all face difficulties, trials, challenges in our life. We're not promised when we become Christians that we're going to have a life of just wonderful, Peace and blessings, and there'll never be a problem or a trial. If that was the case, why would Jesus speak so much about how to deal with issues? Why would the Holy Spirit lead all the apostles to write all the great instructions and teachings that we've read in the Word of God about how to deal with the trials of life? So we're going to get into that. So here's my seven, and I hope they'll bless you. Number one, be a positive person. Be a happy person. Make yourself feel the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Allow yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit in your daily life walk with him. You know, we've got to stop negative thoughts from entering into our mouth, entering into our heart. We must remember that the Apostle Paul wrote an awful lot of great information about being positive, being encouraging, being blessed, being happy with where you are and what you're dealing with. So it's important that we get these negative thoughts out of our heart, out of our mind, out of our words that we speak, and let's be an encouraging, a positive person. And it's going to help us overcome. And while we're overcoming, it's going to help a whole lot of other people. And the, the goal of this particular podcast is to help us to know that helping others really does help us. And so it's not a selfish reason to help others, but there's a blessing that comes from it. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8 in the New Living Translation, here's what Paul said had to say. Fix our thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Now, If we were to stop and look at that statement, what Paul just told us, we would probably find fault with some of our thinking. I know I would mine. you know, when he's telling us to think what's true. Well, I, I pray and ask the Lord to help me to be truthful every day of my life. And honorable thoughts, and and the the right type of thinking, the the positive type thinking, uh, pure thinking, things that are that will bless other people, and and it says and thoughts that are lovely and and they're admirable. Those are you might think, well, that's awful lot of stuff to qualify for. No, what we're basically talking about is just talking about the truth, and we're talking about having love when we speak to other people and encourage people. You know, this morning I made a phone call trying to deal with something. It's so interesting when I didn't realize how this would relate to my podcast, but I called someone this morning, talked to him. And the conversation went well. It was fine. It was good and positive, encouraging. It was just refreshing. I wished her a Merry Christmas and she wished me one. It was a nice conversation with this lady that worked at a company I'm working with. And so then I was finished with that call. Then I had another call that came in. The the next call that I had, you could tell from the very beginning that that person was bothered. That person was upset. They answered kind of like, yeah, hello, what can I do for you? And instantly I felt like, bless her heart, this person is not very happy with what they're doing. They're maybe not having a good day, whatever it might be, but I just wanted to do what I could to be extra positive to that person and encourage them and tell them that they're going to have a good day and thank them so much for what they did and how they helped me. When when we're talking with people, just the tone of our voice or the, the how quickly we speak or how slowly we drag it out, whatever it might be, it tells people something about us. And we've got to remember when we speak, and that's what Paul's telling us, fix our thoughts on all these things that are good and they're right and they're proper and they're righteous. And when we do that, we're going to be blessed. And he says, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Now that's an interesting thought, worthy of praise, worthy of praise to who, to what? Well, I refer that, I believe that relates to worthy of praising of our Lord, worthy of lifting up the name of the Lord, worthy that God, if God hears our words, that he'll be pleased with him and he'll be blessed by our words. Here's another scripture I think that applies to being a positive person. In 2 Corinthians, chapter 10 and verse 5 in the new international version here's what it says we must take or hold captive every thought to make it obedient to christ now wow there's a there's a great statement isn't it every thought not 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 everything that we speak out but even the thought that we have we must take hold of it and hold it captive that means hang on to it and don't let it come out until we know it's going to come out right encouraging positing positive and a blessing to someone it's easy you see when we when we follow these scriptures we will help others with their trials. We will encourage others. We'll bless others. We'll be a source of joy and happiness to them. I'm not saying being giddy or being over the top and extreme and, you know, making statements that are kind of silly. I'm talking about just being solid and good and kind in our conversations with people and those that we talk to. We want to bless them. When the conversation's over, we want to look back on it and say, now that was good. Did I handle that right, Lord? That was good. I like that. And if I didn't, then help me in my next conversation so that I can be a positive person and being that kind of a person is a person of influence and we will have an influence on other people if we speak encouragement, we speak abundance, we speak overcoming, and we bless someone. All right, here's step number two. When we speak to others, always find something to compliment them about or compliment them on. Now, as a pastor, I would be at the church many times at the door. Almost every service, I'd be at the door greeting people when the service was over, and I'd be shaking hands and patting people on the back and just having a a really good time at the door. And it's interesting, sometimes I'd have a person who would come up and they just have this look on their face like they're irritated or angry. It might be a husband who's at church and his wife drove him there and drove him there and says you're coming to church and he was there he didn't want to be there he didn't particularly care for me didn't want to be at the church but he had this look on his face like he couldn't wait to get past me and whenever that happened I'd try and find something that I would look at their face or look at maybe the guy's clothing or something and say hey I really I really like that hat or that those are those are cool tennis shoes or something like that and it's amazing how those little thoughts will break that that Problem that a person is dealing with, at least make them feel that somebody cares and something somebody is really interested in what they're doing and what they have to say. So e- even if people are upset with us, we should find things to compliment them on. You know, before the conversation starts and you're getting, you know, you're going to face a difficult conversation, you might want to start off by saying something like, you know, God is so good to us, or this is a really a great day, or I pray that you're feeling well and you're looking good today. You're really, really good to see you. Uh, it's I'm really pleased and happy that we've got together whatever we can do is to bless other and speak words of encouragement to the other people because remember they may be absolutely torn apart they may be discouraged depressed down and out feeling just terrible not sure that they want to live any longer and here we are a Christian and we have the opportunity to encourage them, bless into them so we can help them to overcome. And when we do that, quite frankly, many times we're speaking to ourselves to help us overcome something we're fighting with or challenged with. Step number two again of scripture I think that applies to it. First Thessalonians chapter fifteen and verse one. This one I got out of the New American Standard Bible. Here's what it says therefore encourage one another and build up one another just as you are doing. Paul was talking to the church in Thessalonia and he was telling them that you're good people, you're kind people, and you're blessed people. He was preparing them for the thought that he had was that he wants them to continue being that way, to be happy and be a blessing and to encourage other people and, and then build them up and build one another up. So I think that's a lesson that we can learn. You know, there's sometimes we get up in the morning, we just don't feel good. We're not feeling right. And we go out and look in the mirror in the bathroom and we're going, oh my goodness, I got a lot of work to do to get my, ready today and whatever we're going through and it just kind of bugs us. On those kind of days, I like to go in and put on my favorite shirt or my favorite pair of shoes or my favorite pair of pants or something that, that just kind of makes me feel good. Makes me feel like okay, I'm I'm ready now to take on the day. And then I always like to get my favorite breakfast cereal, and and I know that's setting my mind up for having a good, encouraging day, a day that's going to reach out and bless someone. And when I go through my, the emails and clean up what's come in, and and I read the newspaper online. I'm one of those people that still enjoys reading about the news of what's happening, you know, in our country and in the world. And I do it online though. I don't get a newspaper anymore. And it's really kind of enjoyable to me, especially when I get to the sports and sometimes the comics. Sometimes when I read the comics, it just kind of changes my mind thought for the day. I find something that's kind of cute. It's kind of funny. They're usually very, almost corny, these these comics that are in the newspaper. But I look at that, just try to find something that will be an encouragement. And then of course, I don't want to ever leave the house unless I've picked up my devotional book and, and read a scripture and see what that person had to say about that scripture and then have my list of people that I just want to pray for. You might say, well, you must need four or five Five hours to get out of the house? No, no. I get all that done usually in about an hour from the time I get up and get dressed and get ready to go and have breakfast and read what I need to and do my devotion, probably an hour hour and fifteen minutes, and and I move on for the day. It helps me. I no, I don't have all the answers. I can't tell you how to deal with every issue that you're dealing with, but I can tell you this: if we wake up and we have a good positive attitude, we go out seeing how we can bless someone else, then the cares that we have will start to go away. The cares of this world, as an old song says, will grow, grow dim. It'll be hard to even think about them when we lift up the Lord, when we lift up other people, when we encourage other people. So the way that we can help others overcome is certainly a way for us to overcome okay number three in my seven steps when we're talking to other people put some of these thoughts in their hearts in their minds make these comments in your conversation with them if you're meeting them for breakfast or just on the phone or just somebody at work or whatever it might be when you're talking to people that you know maybe they need to overcome they need to be lifted up a little bit then be prepared to speak some of these comments into people's hearts Say something like, God has a purpose for you, or God has a plan for your life, or God really loves you. Have you thought about how much God really loves you? Or say something like, you know, when we face a challenge in life, we can be more than conquerors, what the Word of God tells us, and not just conquerors, but more than conquerors. And we need to tell them that you can do it. You can accomplish what you're what you're challenged with. You're able to handle this. God's put enough power and strength in you that you're going to overcome this situation. You're going to be blessed, and you're going to be blessed by God this day. a remind of this uh, remind them of this statement: Greater is He who is in you than He is who is against you. Or another translation of the scripture says: Or He who is in the world. We need to give people words of encouragement and positive words. And I like to use scriptures out of the word of God. I like to short things. I don't preach at people, but I, I feel like when I have a chance to talk to someone, I've got to have something worthwhile to say. And it's got to be on a positive note. You know, the, this this idea of you greet someone and they and you ask someone, how you doing? And they say, well, I guess I'm breathing. You see, what does that do? That kind of takes the, the wind out of your sail or the air out of your tires, so to speak. It's, de- it's kind of devastating. Are you you ask them a question, well, how's things going at work today? Well, you know, haven't been fired yet. And you hear those kinds of comments and it's just like, those people need to be blessed. They need to be encouraged. They need to be lifted up. And we are the ones assigned to do that. When we come in contact with someone who has that kind of a negative, downhearted, downbeat thought um, and low thoughts about themselves or what they're doing in life, it's our job to speak life and hope into them. What did, what did that scripture say? We must take hold or uh, take captive every Every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That means it needs to be good for people. The other thing that I said: think on those things that are good and true and honorable and right and pure and all that stuff. Those are things that we need to have into our heart and in our mind and be ready to speak those things into other people's lives. I th- I love the scripture that says, "Greater is he who is in you than he is who against you are. He who is in the world." Because that's a scriptural thing that gives encouragement to people. It's not preachy. It's not talking down to people. It's just simply saying what you have dwelling inside of you. Now, of course, that's only if they're Christians. What you have inside of you is greater than any power they come against you. And so we need to do that and we'll be an encouragement to them. And at the same time, we're encouraging ourselves. Item number four in my list of seven. When speaking to someone who needs to overcome, let them know that God is with them. I mean, that alone can help someone's spirit and lift their spirit. There's a lot of people, I think, when they pray, bless their hearts, they're praying and they're thinking, well, is God really hearing my prayers? Does he really care? Does He really Is he concerned about me at all? And all of a sudden, someone walks up to him and just says, I just want to let you know this, that God's with you. He's going to direct your path today. He's going to help you today. Or say something like, that God is their best fan and their biggest supporter. Because a lot of people think that God's just this big God up in the sky who wants to yell and scream at people and judge them and condemn them and all that kind of stuff. Well, God is obviously a God of judgment, but also God is a God of love and of grace and of mercy. And He is our best fan and He is the one that wants to support us. He's the lifter of our head, He's a very present help in times of trouble. So let's share that with other people. You're blessing yourself and you're helping other people to overcome. We need to ask people to look into to a mirror and say these words no weapon formed against me will prosper what a powerful statement that is and that's something that we all need to know that when we are faced with challenges and trials and issues there's nothing that comes against us uh, will have any chance of prospering or being successful in our life and believe that and speak that into other people once again you're blessed they're blessed and we see more overcomers in this world all right step number five Remind the people you're talking to about their successes in life. If we don't know them really well, ask them to tell you what they have been successful at are they where their talents are and you would share this with someone who's kind of down and depressed or discouraged or you know they 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 need to overcome challenges in their life and you can say things like well you know you've always been good at this if you know them and you know that they're talented in one way or another you can talk about their talents you're you've always been kind to people you're always a, happy around people you're always the kind of person who greets people you're all the kind of, always a person that that is always wanting to help someone else speak those things into their life and that'll help them. And it's important that we get people to believe that they are successful because of their relationship with God. That they're successful because they are getting up in the morning and going to work. That they're successful because they're willing to talk to another believer or someone who will give them help and encouragement. They're successful because they read God's word and they know that good things will come to them when they read God's word. Encourage people to understand that they have talents that everybody has certain talents. Even though a guy may not be good at one thing, he'd be great at something else. Or a lady may not be talented in this area, but she's gonna be talented in something else. So learn what the talents of people are and brag on them, encourage them, tell them that that's something that God has blessed them with. And I believe that will lift their head. All right, number six. If what they are facing is something you have faced, let them know how the Lord helped you overcome. I'm telling you, this is probably the most important one of the bunch. If you have come through something that God has delivered you from, maybe you had a problem with alcohol or drugs or maybe gambling or maybe you had a problem telling the truth or maybe you you needed to overcome disappointments and hurts in your life, a marriage that failed or a job that you lost or whatever it might be. You share with them how God brought you through those things and that God was your source of strength and that he was always there and he would never he never left you or forsook you and and that you would encourage them that yeah you know what they're going through you know that when they have a challenge in life that that you've been there you've done what they've been through and what they're doing and what they're going through and they'll be looking at you and saying well i if they could if God can do that in in them he can do it in me and so we just need to take a stand and be sure and let people know that whatever they're facing is something that you face, that you dealt with, and encourage them that God's going to bring them out of it, going to bless them and help them to become an overcomer and be more than a conqueror in their life. And finally, step number seven of this list, remind them to put the Lord first in everything that they do. Help them find a good daily devotional that encourages, builds them up, and blesses them. Because we've got to get up in the morning and get something into our heart and into our mind that'll help take us through the day. For me, it's a devotional. For a lot of other people, it's a time of prayer. For other people, it might be just simply a good cup of coffee and a walk down the street for a little before they take off for their day and think about the goodness of God. But but it's important that we have something that we feed into our heart that is positive and good and encouraging. And if the news bothers you and makes you upset, then don't listen to it. And if the neighbor gets up, you get upset with them, because they their dog barked all night long you couldn't get any sleep then walk in a never different direction around your your street or your neighborhood but but do something positive encourage people to Put God first in their discussions, their conversations, in their thoughts. Maybe even when you go outside to do your walk, say, Lord, which way should I walk today? Would you guide me and direct me and just let me know? Those are things we should do. The, probably one of the most famous scriptures, and I've used it a lot because it's one of my favorites. It's found in Matthew chapter six and verse 33. It says this, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things shall be added unto you. Get that scripture ready to speak it into your heart, into their life, and these seven steps will not only bless someone else and encourage them and help them to overcome what they're going through but it'll all come back to you because when you give something out it'll come back to you pressed down shaken together and running over so believe that and receive that let's move on now Let's look at a couple of scriptures that'll help any Christian to become an overcomer. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, the New International Version. It says here, But thanks be to God, He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me get another scripture. Romans 8, 18, NIV, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing them with the glory that will be revealed in us. What we're going through now is nothing compared to what God's got in store and blessing for us in eternity. And Psalm 59 17, the New Living Translation, O oh, my strength to you, I sing praises. For you, O oh God, are my refuge, the God who shows me unfailing love. Now there's hundreds of scriptures that'll bless people and bless you to overcome. These are just a few that I would encourage you maybe to share or others that really speak to you that you can share with other people. Now, we must never forget that what the Lord has helped us to overcome is the best way to help others overcome. We must also understand that as we are trying to help people to overcome, we need to tell them that the Lord can use them to help others. Now, be sure to let people know how God wants them to overcome. And that God wants them to live the abundant life. And I just love to talk to people and share scriptures with them. So let me give you one I think that that might be helpful in sharing things with people that will help them to overcome. Third John chapter 1, and verse 2. Listen to these words. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. What a wonderful thing to share with someone's heart. I've used that so many, many times and I've seen people just, their spirits are lifted. They smile. They start thinking that God wants us to do well and when john wrote that led by the holy spirit yeah i'm telling you it is just such a powerful statement to encourage people who need to overcome and when we read that to someone else those words bounce back into our heart and our mind it helps us to gain strength and overcome the challenges that we'll face in life you see as we help others to overcome. I believe the Lord is pleased with that. He's pleased with our efforts and he will bless them and also bless us. Now be sure to find out if these people that you're talking to, those you're trying to encourage, have a church that they attend. They need to go to the house of God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 says this, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the matter of some. What's that saying is we need to get together in church. We need to get together during the week with fellow Christians and speak to each other and encourage each other. We all need to spend time together with believers. We've all got to be around believers to help encourage us and strengthen us. We need to let others know that God will never give up on them. We must never lose patience with those who continue to struggle and cannot seem to overcome because God is the one that will help them overcome. The Holy Spirit is the one who will come into their life and help them to overcome the the challenges they're facing. Overcoming is God's plan for us. You hear what I just said? overcoming is god's plan for us and we when we become overcomers when we have that that challenge that god helped us through we become a great source of strength for people who are going through similar problems when a person's been delivered from drugs they many times become the best person to talk to other people about how to be delivered from drugs when someone is delivered from a financial failure of bankruptcies and all those that those collapses that can happen to them financially they can be one of the best people to help other people know and understand how not to have that happen in their life or if it does happen, how to overcome it and live the life that God intended for them to live. So with that, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I'm gonna continue teaching in this area of overcoming. Matter of fact, my next podcast is going to deal with the topic of Great Overcomers Help Us to Overcome. We're going to study the examples of some of the great overcomers in the Word of God and great un- overcomers that we've seen in our world today. And those are those are going to be uplifting messages. It's going to be an uplifting podcast, I believe, that will help and encourage you and others. Let someone know that this podcast is coming and it's a great source. I believe it can be a great source to help people overcome the challenges they face. But before I close, let let me just pray for you right now. Father, for those who are listening in, they tuned into this for a reason. Maybe some are trying to encourage others or maybe they just need to be encouraged themselves and to be blessed and to overcome what they're going through. So bless them now, Father, and pour out a blessing, Lord, that will take them from where they are to where they need to be. And those who are just trying to get help to know how to help others, that you would use them, Father, and that the Holy Spirit would work through them to reach out and bless others in need. And I'll thank you for that now and give you praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you'd like to know more about the Quality Christian Living podcast, that we do, you could go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll see a link on the very first page to the podcast that we're doing. There are 261 podcasts now to this date, and we've been doing that for about two and a half years. And there's a list of podcasts that we've done, a lot of topics that are, I think will be a blessing to you. We've discussed issues dealing with prosperity. We've talked a series on having faith for miracles. We've talked about the gifts of the spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, and just a plethora of topics that I believe may be of interest to you dealing with just about everything we need to know in order to live a quality Christian life. So that's why we named it that and we'll continue in that vein until the Holy Spirit directs us to do something else. In addition to that, while you're on my web page, you can scroll down just a little bit there and you'll see a list of books that I've written dealing with issues that we've talked about. There are 5 books that are on Amazon right now available. One has to do with experiencing the joy of debt-free living. Because of my 15 years in banking, I felt, lay of the Lord, to write a book to help people get out of debt. Another book there has to do with faith and it's called Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. It's having faith for believing for things that have not yet happened. And it's based on the premise of calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. I believe that could be a blessing to you. There's also two books to help veterans, Vietnam veterans and veterans dealing with PTSD or Agent Orange Exposure and they need help. And there's another book on there dealing with generosity to help us understand that when we are generous with our finances, with our talents, with our abilities, with our time, God's going to pour out a blessing upon us. And we're not doing it because of the blessing we're going to get, but we're going to get the blessing because God wants to bless those who bless others. So those are all things you may find interesting. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to to your podcast. So I hope that you've been blessed today in this podcast. My next one I mentioned earlier has to do with how great overcomers can help us. We're going to, we need to understand how and why great overcomers succeeded. And I want to give you several promises that we have in order to become overcomers and what can we learn from the Bible stories that that were written thousands of years ago and yet can they apply to us today and how they apply to us today? Why are some of our minor challenges harder to overcome than others? So a lot of things we're going to cover, but I know that God's got it planned and it's going to be a blessing, I believe, to bring it and I'm looking forward to doing that in our next podcast. Let me close with these words. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you, and give you peace. May you be prosperous in all that you do, and may you have good health just as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you to help others to overcome the challenges they face. Once again, thank you for listening into Quality Christian Living. I'm your host, David Friend. This was podcast number 261. God bless you.